the core of a three is you want to be worth something um, and you're terrified of being worthless. So that's a lot of times why you're working and why you have all these goals, because it's, if I achieve these goals, if I'm successful, if I do this and this and this and this, then I'm worth something. Um, and you're, glor- you're, you're working to glorify yourself, essentially. But when you're, you're working to glorify God, because you know your worth is from him and he's given that to you, um, then you're free to not care what other people think. You're free to um, not overwhelm yourself with work. You're free to take moments of stillness. You're free to, to do all that stuff. You're free to not get jealous. Hey, friends. Welcome to Grace and Growth. I'm your host, Phelan Gad, and you were just listening to a little snippet from my conversation with Enneagram 3, Anna Scott. Anna is one of the most genuine people I know. She has this incredible way of just saying such profound truth in just such a simple and relatable way. She's about to launch a blog called For the Free. I am so pumped about it, and you should definitely check it out. It can be found through her social media, which you can find in the bio description of this podcast. She's going to tell you a little bit more about it later on in the conversation. So with that, here is my conversation with Anna. Well, hello, everyone. I am here with one of my good friends, Anna Scott. Anna is an Enneagram 3, and I am so excited to hear from her and learn more about the threes. So, Anna, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you've been doing with this quarantine time? Okay, so I'm Anna. I go to UDA. Um, I am a first year, almost done with my first year. Let's go. Um, And I'm a psych major, um, and I want to go into ministry, so I'm really excited. Um, and then what have I been doing in quarantine? Lots of schoolwork, lots of schoolwork. Um, I've also been like listening to a lot of podcasts and like trying to read, um, and learn and stuff. So that's been really cool. But yeah. And lots of TikToks. I don't know who let me get that app, but I have been on TikTok way too much. But anyways, that's another story for another time. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, well, I, I've been really looking forward to this conversation because I know for like the longest time I I thought you were an Enneagram too because like yeah. I just I really yeah like I, I was convinced you were too but you're actually a three yeah. and so I want to know what it was about the three that you were like nope I'm not a two I'm actually a three what was it that resonated with you? So one threes it's like very common to mistype because with threes like I just want to be what everybody else wants me to be. Um, And so, and like on the Enneagram website, it even says like you find when you're young, what success is. And then you basically make yourself into that version of success. Um, And so for me, when I was younger, I saw that, especially being a girl, um, that being a helper and being kind to people and like being loved and liked um, was, successful um and also like and this is like genuine like I'm not just saying this to sound like a good Christian but um one of my when I met Jesus I was like um you know Jesus is a servant and Jesus helps people so that kind of became my goal and kind of what I morphed myself um into I still have a very strong two wing like that's and and it's very common for three wing twos and two wing threes to kind of like not be quite sure but I think the thing that um really 
made me realize that I was a three and not a two was <laughs> number one, getting in a relationship with another three who <laughs> was like, all right, this is some bull crap. Like you are not a two. Um, <laughs> but what kind of made both of us realize that was like, so for twos, typically you're what you want more than anything is to be loved um, and to have relationships and to have that. And it's not that I don't want to be loved. I think everybody wants to be loved. Like, but for me, I really realized one day, cause I was kind of like when David was like, you're a three, like, shut up. You're a three. I was like, no, like I'm a two, like me on. And so I went and looked it up. And when I read that and realized, I don't think I would actually be okay and content with my life if all I had was good relationships. Like if I had never achieved my goals, like if I wasn't successful, not in the sense of like having a lot of money, but just like in the sense of making an impact on the world. Um, and also just realizing too, that um, twos are typically really good at intimacy and like letting people in, um, in those relationships. And, I kind of thought I was a two because I love people. Like I love relationships. I love new friendships. I love um, just being with people in general. But when it comes to like letting my guard down and actually being fully myself, that's really difficult um, for me and one of my like weaknesses. So that's the moment where I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely a three. <laughs> um, and also I think too, just realizing that like, my love for people and my love and my willingness to serve them was not a natural thing from me. Um, but something that the Lord really had to change in me. Um, and I had kind of forgotten about of like, no, I used to be very much all about myself and very prideful and very like, um, just <laughs> all about my goals. And if you didn't fit with my goals, then you didn't matter. Um, so I think realizing that I was definitely like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a three. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Very cool. Um, so I also was curious, um, since like currently we are quarantined, um, I wanted to know like what is the hardest thing for like different types, mm -hmm. like dealing with this quarantine, especially for you as a three, like what, what do you feel like has been really challenging if there's anything? Oh my gosh, so many things. <laughs> I think the the biggest thing is like, part of being really goal oriented is I think very far into the future and I like to have a plan. Um, and it's really hard to think into the future and have a plan for the future when, um, you have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or like, you know, when am I going to be able to get out of my house? Um, so that's been really difficult. Um, and I think too, just, I, I work a lot better when I'm constantly on the go um, and when I am forced to be busy or not forced to be busy, but when I am busy, I'm like forced to do my work in a more timely manner. Um, so that's just been weird adjusting to like not constantly having somewhere to be um, having a coffee date, having like somewhere to go, a meeting to go to and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's been difficult. And then I don't know if this is a three thing. I think it's more just being extroverted I just miss people. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I think the, the missing people goes for, for like all times. Yeah. 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 And I think the reason I don't think it's the three thing um, is because I know some other threes that are like, no, I actually really like being by myself. And I was like, <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> kind of awkward. But 
<laughs> yeah, that like I think that that like not being able to kind of type everyone as like oh mm -hmm. because you're three you're gonna mm -hmm. you're gonna think this way or do this way is something yeah. I've been having with like um the twos um that like you can't just label people because because of their enneagram like I, yeah. I think everyone's gonna have different yeah. struggles and and different things that that are like they're naturally good at so yeah um yeah. I wanted to know like for you like what what is a healthy version of you as a three look like and what does like an unhealthy version of you as a three look like um that's a good question um i think so threes are very goal-oriented people and so for me when i'm healthy is when my goal is to glorify the lord um and i'm unhealthy when my goal is to glorify me is the best way i know how to put it because when my goal is for me then I turn very image conscious I get very jealous um I will pile literally everything on my plate um to make myself look good um and then I get worn out and go to like the whole arrow thing where it's like then I'm a nine and I don't want to do anything and I just lay on my bed all day like um so that um, but when my goal is to glorify the Lord, um, then I, I, I know that I don't have to, to put everything on my plate, that I only put on my plate what the Lord has given me. Um, and I work for God and not for other people to think I'm good. Um, and it makes it easier for those opinions not to matter and not to drive me crazy and for me to constantly not be comparing myself. And I think going along with that of like when I'm, when my goal is to glorify the Lord, um, then I'm not working for my worth. I'm working from my worth because my worth has been given to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like a huge thing for me to get to the point where I was healthy was like realizing that because the core of a three is you want to be worth something. Um, and you're terrified of being worthless. So that's a lot of times why you're working and why you have all these goals. Because it's, if I achieve these goals, if I'm successful, if I do this and this and this and this, then I'm worth something. Um, and you're, you're, you're working to glorify yourself, essentially. But when you're, you're working to glorify God, because you know your worth is from him and he's given that to you, um, then you're free to not care what other people think. You're free to... Um, not overwhelm yourself with work you're free to take moments of stillness you're free to to do all that stuff you're free to not get jealous um so yeah I think that's what that looks like wow that was so beautifully put and I could just like relate to a lot of things you were saying I feel like I I, I think I have like some three tendencies even though I'm a nine but one thing I've definitely learned is like the difference between striving and abiding and so mm, yeah learning when yeah. I'm actually striving for like my worth and like striving for God's love yeah. versus when I'm actually abiding in my and right. the worth I have in him and who he says I right. am so right very so, beautifully put thank you because with with striving you you really wear yourself out um and not only do you get like where you're you're not doing things healthily, you're, you're not healthy, like period. Um, and it gets harder to function and it gets harder to, you know, get out of the bed in the morning and um, your body, you're just not made to, to function that way. You're not made to strive. Um, 
you're made to abide, like you said. So yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you how you've personally used the Enneagram to grow spiritually and also personally. Um, cause I just think it's such a great tool to, to grow. Um, so yeah, how have you used the Enneagram? I think I, I totally agree. I think it helps so much because I think, um, for me, especially being a three, um, something that the Lord has really been showing me is like, um, I love the verse where Paul talks about we're all running a race and something that he's been showing me is that you have to run your race, like stop trying mm-hmm. to run other people's race. And I, the reason I love the Enneagram is because for me, like, especially trying to be a two, um, I found myself failing a lot and not enjoying like what I was doing because I was, I wasn't using my strengths. I, I didn't even know what those strengths were. Um, and I was, it was easier for me to avoid my weaknesses because I was, I was telling myself I was something that I wasn't. Um, and so when I realized like, okay, I'm a three, how do I um, capitalize on the strengths that I have um, and then work on those weaknesses? Um, one, it, it made me, it made me work better, um, which is like such a three thing to say, but it's like, it made me work more efficiently. Um, being a three, I love efficiency, right? So being efficient is capitalizing on your strengths and working on your weaknesses. Um, and when you know what those are, it's so much easier to do that. Um, and so I think one, realizing my weakness of comparing myself constantly, um, and the toll that that was taking on the amount of time it was taking me to get to my goals, because I was so worried about like what other people were doing that I wouldn't even start what I was doing. Um, and just was like constantly in my head. Um, and so realizing that and being able to work on that. And I think the other weakness that I really like, so it's kind of personally, but then spiritually and relationally, um, I think realizing that, um, threes tend to act like everything's okay, um, and put their feelings in a box and not, because they don't help you get to your goals, right? So, and they're seen as weak. I think that was my biggest thing was I didn't want to be seen as weak. So all of those emotions got pushed into a little box in the corner. But in reality, like threes are in the feeling center of the Enneagram. Like we feel strongly. Those are those are huge emotions. Um, and so I realized like, I don't deal with these. Like I, And not only that, but I'm not vulnerable about them. And I'm not vulnerable about who I really am. I just morph to whoever I'm with um and that's not beneficial to me or anyone else um that I'm with that doesn't create strong friendships that doesn't create strong relationships um that's very superficial and it it will it that's tiring like um and so realizing that and and also realizing that that transferred into my relationship with God of of putting all of those bad things in a box and just coming to him with the image that I wanted to project um, and missing out on this incredibly vulnerable and real and intimate relationship with him um, was just like absolutely like earth shattering for me um, and realizing that, oh, my gosh, that's a problem. Like, I need to work on that. Um, and also realizing that, like, people can't help me and people can't give me what what I need and love me the way that I need to be loved if I'm not if they don't even know that I'm struggling, if that makes sense. 
Um, and that was something that um, I had a couple of friends like say to me and I had my boyfriend say to me was like, because I would be I like a three's deepest desire is to be seen, right? And to be known um, and, or one of their deepest desires. And so, but like he would say to me, he'd be like, Anna, I, I want to help you. And like, I want to, I want to love you and give you what you need. But honestly, I don't even know when you're upset because you just put this image on and this mask on. And I just think everything's okay. When in reality, you're like falling apart. Um, and that takes a strain on so many relationships um, because they don't understand why, why I'm acting the way I'm acting. And if I would have just been vulnerable from the beginning and not worried about my image, but worried about the relationship, um, then that could have been avoided. So I think the Enneagram really helped me with those things. Um, and then it also helped me realize like the strengths I have and, and not let, um, like to really zone in on those and to be proud of those. Um, so like I, when I put my mind to something, like it gets done, like it's gonna get done. <laughs> uh, and I think just like knowing that gave me more, even more motivation to be like, no, you can't like, you're not going to walk away from this project because you know, you can get it done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. quitting can't be an excuse anymore because this is one of your strengths. And like, you have done this in the past and you consistently do it. So it, you, you can't use it as an excuse. Like continue to strengthen like that strength and I think also like realizing that there is strength um especially um when you're put in leadership positions of having that assertive personality and having being a little bit competitive and being um able to to have a really strong dominant personality um and not that that should come out you know all the time because it can be slightly aggressive but realizing wait that's a strength like that's not if I learn how to use this properly, like I, it can really help people and I can really like do some good. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Wow. I am so glad you shared all of that. That is so good. Like, uh, Thank you. Yeah, so good. Uh, yeah. So I think one of my favorite things about threes is that they really do get things done and they, they really do know how to get the work done. Um, and so, I want to know what, like, what are you most proud of about being a, a three? Um, I think, I think it's just the efficiency of like the way I can grow and like learn. Um, and it doesn't take me, like if I learn something um, and I'm like passionate about it or I, I really, I see the usefulness of it, then it gets done. Like it doesn't just stay as like knowledge. It's like it, it's const it's growing is just like a part of my natural rhythm, if that makes sense. Of like it it I don't like I, I know when I'm not growing and that's not like okay with me. Um and so because of that I've been able to um reach different levels um quicker and not have to walk through as long of a like why am I not there yet? You know, journey. Yeah. Um, and I think also, um, I think also learning, and this took me a while to do, but I think learning how to see my flaws was really big. Um, I think, and a lot of people, this can be, if you don't know how to use this correctly, this can be really damaging and, and why I actually struggled with anxiety for so long. But when I realized, 
um, how to control it, it became a very useful tool, was actually being so critical of myself and being so able to see my flaws. Um, because in reality, you can't, you can't change what you don't know is even wrong. Um, and so being able to, to see a lot of times without even having people tell me because I am so analytical and I am so like critical, um, hey, this isn't okay in me or in a situation or, you know, whatever, being able to, to see those problems. Um, and then I think that is what launched me into working so hard to try to and, and praying for and, and really going to the word about um, wisdom um, because it's like I, I, I am able to see all of these problems because I'm so critical. Um, so, but they need a solution. You know what I mean? Like we, we've got to fix this. Um, and so I think that mentality, like I said, as long as it's controlled and you realize like, you know, it's a, it's okay to have flaws. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it, yeah. not turning it into shame um, yeah. can be super useful um, and can bring a lot of humility too, um, of being able to be like, I'm not, even though I have grown so much and even though I do have this ability to like, to put in all of this work and have these accomplishments and goals, I also know that I still have a lot of flaws. So it's able, it's, it's easy, it's easier to keep that balance of like, I'm proud of myself, but I also know there's places I need to work. So I'm not going to get like prideful, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That was very well put. I, I just thought of like, how for so long I struggled with perfectionism and I realized like there's a difference between perfectionism and like healthy self-improvement. And I, I feel like there, like when, yeah. when you're in that perfectionist mentality, you kind of feel like you need to work for your worth versus like healthy self-improvement. It's like, I'm already enough, but I'm going to keep yeah. improving because I just, I just want to keep improving. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's so true. And I think too, like, even for me, I still had that because I, I, this has been my philosophy for like, and th- I think this is also realizing this is my life philosophy that made me, I was like, Jesus, this is such a three thing of like aim for perfection and you're going to get excellence, mm-hmm. but not beating yourself up when you're not perfect, if that makes sense. Yeah. And like, so like, for example, in school, my goal was a 100. Um, and I had, and I would, and, when I learned how to apply this to the rest of my life, it really made a huge difference. It's like, if I'm aiming at a hundred, like I'm bound to get at least a 90, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to be mad if I don't get a hundred because I know this is going to be a hard test, but I'm going to study and work like I, like I'm going to get a hundred. And so applying that to life of like, um, I know that that's not attainable, but I'm going to work because and work for that but be okay and know that I'm probably not going to get there. If that makes any sense yeah, at all. Yeah, it does. Of like, um, so yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But at the same time, like having that mentality, you do have to be careful of like not getting so caught up in the perfectionism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like I, I've learned to value the process of life just as much mm. as the results of life. Yeah. And, uh, I think I think it's definitely hard because like for me I want people to see the results so people can be like 
oh great job like no one yeah. no one's out like looking at the process and being like oh great job but i i've learned to to value it because mm -hmm. it, like it's like in the process you learn so much and mm -hmm. in the process you're growing yeah so, yeah 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 that's awesome that's really good yeah i like that so i know you're also working towards something right now and i'm really excited like i'm so excited for Thank what you. you're about to launch yes so i want to ask you like Tell us a little bit about the heart behind it, like what it's going to look like and also where people can find it. Okay. So I am going to be launching a website. Um, nice. It's going to be like mostly a blog for now. Um, and then maybe eventually some like videos, podcasts, things like that. Um, but basically the heart behind it is just, I started seeing that I had a lot of friends and a lot of people that I really loved um, and girls that I was mentoring and like um, just people in general, um, honestly guys and girls that just didn't understand who, who, who were Christians and who were in the faith and who had been saved and who had been freed, um, but they weren't walking in that freedom yet. And they didn't fully know one, how to, two, who God was. Um, and so because they didn't know who God was, it was really hard for them to trust him. It was really hard for them to be obedient. Um, and so the heart behind it is to just give people tools to learn who God is and to learn what freedom looks like um, for themselves. Because here's the thing is like, um, especially like it just being after Easter, like when Jesus died, the veil was torn and his spirit and like his his presence was made available to all of us. Um, and I think sometimes we miss out on that because we don't, we don't really know how to walk into it. Um, and so the heart behind the website is to just help people learn how to walk into that um, and to be in that. And yeah, so that's what, that's what it is. It's called for the free. Um, I'm really excited about it. Um, it will most likely be on my Instagram bio very soon very very soon um working on getting a lot of um pieces together and um a resources page and all that kind of stuff um yeah i'm really excited yeah. um, it's gonna be awesome i am so excited i cannot wait to read all the truth that you just have to share so uh, i will link your instagram in the bye below so all the listeners can go and check it out and yes i'm just so excited yes so i just want to thank you for just like who you are and just for always oh. being so obedient and for just like all the truth you always have to share. Like I'm just always learning by the words you have to oh, say. So I'm you. so excited. <laughs> and I'm so yeah. thankful for this podcast because I know it's going to help so many people. So oh, thank proud you. of you. Uh, I'm proud of you. And thank you for being on it. You're welcome. That was fun. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I think she is absolutely incredible, and I am always so blown away every time that I hear her speak. I cannot wait to read her blog. And again, you can find her social media um, in the podcast description of this episode. Um, you should definitely check it out. And I am so grateful for her, and I cannot wait to continue reading about all that she is learning and all that God is doing in her life. That is all that I have for this episode, and I will see you next week with our Enneagram 4's The Romantics. Bye.